Pulp MX Network production. Pulp MX fans, we're 550 plus shows and counting thanks to your support of our sponsors. Get the Pulp MX app for iOS and Android today. Save money with discount code PULPMX at BTOsports.com and click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com for all other online purchases. It's the BTOsports.com Steve Mathis Show. Presented by Fox Racing on RacerXOnline.com. The original Moto Podcast. Featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. BTOsports.com, use the code PulpMX to save yourself money. And uh, at the brand new website, mobile phone friendly, best shipping rates out there. BTOsports.com, proud sponsors of Andrew Short, Justin Brayton on the BTO Sports KTM team. And of course, Foxhead.com, thanks to the folks at Fox Racing for all they do for us. Presented by Foxhead.com. Check them out. Instinct Boot V3 v- Helmet, MIPS Technology, uh, Airspace Goggle, uh, brand new stuff out there. And the retro uh, line is, is awesome. Thanks to Foxhead.com for doing this. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis, of course, uh, in the RacerX offices in Morgantown, uh, Pennsylvania. And, uh, and the alarm has been sounded. West Virginia, bro. West Virginia. Yeah. Sorry. Pennsylvania's two minutes away. That is yep. Jason Wygant, my boss, the online editor, and also joining us. The Western Power Sports uh, sales guy extraordinaire, uh, the Jason Thomas JT. What's up? I'm here. I'm in uh, right. Pennsylvania slash West Virginia. Yep. Look, we're not really supposed to do one of these. We weren't scheduled for one of these. We we're filming some Racer X preview shows, but the alarm has been sounded. That oh. is the, that is oh, the boy. alarm. This is this is an emergency podcast. Of the highest order. It is, because as we were coming here yesterday, the mm-hmm. news dropped on James Stewart. We've all been waiting a long, long time for it. And uh, my Twitter feed is blowing up with people wanting to know what we all think of this and uh, and what the thoughts are and ramifications of this suspension. And so, uh, like I said, emergency podcast. We, we have to do this. So uh, the news broke. Uh, James Stewart uh, suspended by the FIM um, for his positive suspension at uh, Seattle. He has been retroactively suspended 18 months? 16. 16 months. Works out to be they serve, they have time served since his last race. He was he will be eligible to race again in August. It starts at uh, when the test took place, when which is April. Right. Yeah. And so basically, and also too, interesting to note in that, in that um, press release, his wins, points, and everything will be taken away and adjusted, which means his high point win is now given to... Drake and Art, I believe, was second. Yeah, I've always wondered that in this situation. There's only a few times you guys own some bonus money. (laughs) JT's upset now. Gladly, we'll pay. (laughs) Oh, I've always wondered this. Only a few times have we seen a rider stripped of a result. A few few times. Well, I mean, didn't uh, the only ones I can think of? I know this basically basically never happens, but I believe. In the mid-90s, the Cowie guys had fuel problems, and they I think Emig was stripped of a second-place finish at a race. But I don't know if they take the third-place guy and move him up or if they just don't have a second-place yeah, finish. Yeah, good point. I don't so know. I don't know but if Kennard wins. I think they just 
He no finished second. And, yes. No one I, wins. I found that interesting, and we'll see what happens. And they said the points will be adjusted, et cetera, et cetera. But look, that's a, that's a minor part of this. Uh, first of all, let's – That'll uh, come out in the wash, as they say. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about this, this, this suspension first. Uh, why, Gant, we'll start with you. I mean, I, I, first of all, how many times have I said I didn't think he was going to miss one race? Uh, more than once he said he wouldn't Thank miss one Thank you, everybody on Twitter yes. for reminding me that. Uh, he is appealing, so we'll see what happens with that. Oh, he is so, appealing. There's so, no doubt about it. So there's a chance. It's very that, appealing. <laughs> there's a chance that I could, I could still win this bet, but I'm, no, it's not isn't. looking good. Um, uh, I'm very surprised at this. Very, very surprised. Uh, I know we'll talk more in detail about this. Uh, my feelings are he deserved a penalty. He needed to be punished. Uh, something, points, uh, money, probation, something. This blew me away. Yeah, same thing. I'm blown away because of the length of the penalty. All along, I thought something pretty big was going to happen. As this dragged on more and more, I got more and more worried that it wasn't going to happen. I think the last time we talked about this, like three weeks ago, I was finally on the, hmm, it looks like maybe nothing is going to happen. It's just taking too long. During the summer, the people I were talking to, they kept making it so obvious that this is so cut and dried. These are organizations that do not care who you are, what the ramifications are for your sport, your sponsors. They don't even know who James Stewart is. They don't care. He is going to get in trouble. But as the summer faded into the fall and into the winter, I really started to think it looks like it's just going to go away. But holy crap, it has not gone away. Uh, JT, uh, I imagine you're with us. I mean, or do you feel this is justified, this, this uh, penalty? The, the plane has crashed into the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> this is about as, uh, you know, all the fears. In your wildest dreams. Well, all the fears that I think James Stewart and his camp had about how this could go, I think they've been realized. You know, th- this is, I would say two years is probably the worst possible penalty that could have come from this. We're not that far away from two years yeah. right now. And it's crazy to me too is and the news came out that he got approved for the TUE. Yeah. And so that made me think even more it was going to be okay. Yes, I, I talked mean, to some Suzuki people when they got those approved and just to explain to the folks he didn't have those in place when he got tested in April. So that's why he's going to get in some sort of trouble. Once he got the paperwork, it basically says, "All right, we have decided from here on out." A doctor or somebody yeah. has to said, "You need this substance yeah, it's not just a prescription." It's not just that he got a prescription. He already had a prescription. The WADA and USADA, the drug testing organizations, saw the prescription and whatever other data. I heard James went to college uh, campuses and worked with doctors there, uh, sports science doctors or something like that, to prove that he really did need this to function in day-to-day life. Not just a prescription, but a lot of other testing. They then granted him the, the exemption, which means in the future... The next time he races, the next time he's drug tested, he's he fine. will be fine. But he still had to face a penalty for the previous infraction. I think that might be a yeah. little confusing to people. I yeah. agree. And so knowing all that. The Suzuki people were thinking, they told me, hopefully we won't miss any races because now that he's gotten the exemption, it's kind of been proven that this isn't that big a deal, right? Damn, I guess it still is. Um, you know, there's been cases in the past, Weege, you, you brought this to my attention. There's been cases in the past where the FIM has decided on a penalty, and WADA, who has jurisdiction over this kind of stuff, has said, no, no, no. Yeah. That is not enough of a penalty. And as I we think saw, there's also cases where they went the other way, too. Like, the penalty was too stiff, and WADA said no. So they basically have to agree. The FIM can't say, uh, we want this guy to race, so screw it, we're not penalizing him. So, JT, b- back to you. Um, what's next? I mean, what, what, are we, what are we talking about here? 
Well, James posted today that he's going to be back. He's not retiring. He he contemplated that. He's going to race. The biggest thing for me is the social media explosion from this thing is unreal. I've never seen such an outpouring of, uh, you know, them have people having his back. There's been the opposite side of that coin, too. People saying he cheated, he deserved this. Uh, I think overwhelmingly from the athlete side, it's been people coming to his aid saying that he should be, you know, he should be able to race. This was uh, the, the crime didn't fit the punishment, on and on and on. The biggest thing I come back to, I don't think that the punishment was befitting of the crime, uh, much as Wygan has gone on about. I don't think that was right. The one point I do want to make, though, is I, I do think that the athletes that are saying that Adderall is not a performance-enhancing drug, I, I do have a problem with that. I do think that there are many athletes out there that do use Adderall in a way to advance their performance. I think it happens all the time. I think we see that in baseball. I think we see it in football. Um, just to interrupt here, sure. uh, uh, 4% of the population needs a prescription for Adderall. Um, 14% of Major League Baseball players have a prescription for Adderall Correct. In, in a sport that you need focus and timing and zeroing. It's a lot more cases in, in Major League Baseball than the average human population. Absolutely. It, it, it is a performance enhancer, although the people say that if you really need it, it's not a performance enhancer. It just levels you out. Right. That's and, a whole other debate for another time. And I think for WADA, they look at how many people are abusing this drug. Their view, I've done some research on this, and their view of it, because I really wanted to get to the core of this and, and what this Adderall prescription means, how is it helping Bubba, and, and WADA's pretty clear. Uh, this is, I, I found this quote, and this is from a Dr. Gary Wadler, who is a past chairman of the World Anti-Doping Agency's Prohibited List Committee. So he basically was the expert on all of the things that you are not supposed to take and what they do for you. I quote, it masks fatigue, masks pain, increases arousal, similar to being in the zone. It increases alertness, increases aggressiveness, attention, and concentration. It improves reaction time, especially when fatigued. Some think it enhances hand-eye coordination. Some also believe it increases the mental aspects of performance. So that is from a former chairman at WADA. So you can see, going off of what he thinks and what their view on on this Adderall situation is, then you can start to understand why the punishment was so harsh. Now, if you want to get into was James Stewart benefiting? You're really upset about these people that are saying it's yeah. it's nothing. Well, the, the, I'm just like trying you, like going back to the beginning. That was you, well, I'm trying to understand. To I'm trying to understand <laughs> the full picture, right. not only from what other writers think to what James needed it for to how Wada views this. Has anything changed in your opinion of homeschooling from people in the industry? Changed? No. Do you Proven? Feel, that's what maybe. I mean. Maybe. I, I mean, like, have you really seen? Like where homeschool comes in, it's or maybe ba- not going to it's school. It's pretty bad. But but just to finish this point, yeah, sorry. I think that we can really draw conclusions about how Wada feels about Adderall from their their punishment and the severity of their punishment. And if you start to look at quotes from Wada about this, it really makes sense. You know whether what I believe a penalty what, makes sense, not this penalty. Correct, not this penalty. No, this penalty. I think the oh. severity of this penalty. Can, you can see why 
They severely punished him because that's what they believe. The things that I just quoted, yeah, that's how they view but, Adderall. But they gave him a TUE. That's what makes it difficult. But he did not have a TUE but that's when just, he was tested. But it's been proven that he needs this to – and again, the facts say that if you need it, and we don't know if he needs it or whatever he's saying is, the facts are if you need it, it doesn't provide you with those benefits that you just read off. It just gets you back to level. That's what it does because you have all these deficits and you need Adderall and it gets you back to being level. But that's not what Watt is punishing him, not based, no. based on that. No, but that's what – if you have a prescription, it's supposed to do. It doesn't give you an advantage. It's supposed to just bring you back to level. Now, whether it does or not, that's a story. See, I didn't story. read anything about that. I'm reading yeah. basically what no, people who need Adderall, Adderall – People who need Adderall have ADHD and they need to get Adderall to bring them back to a normal level right. of – uh, feeling of right. what you're talking about. And I'm not about. arguing that. I, I, that's I, all, yeah, that's yeah, a huge thing. I'm not a thing. doctor. Right, I right. don't know what James needs or doesn't need. Yeah. I'm just looking at right. when you look at how Wada feels about Adderall, then I start to think, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense why they would go so severe, which I think is overkill. I don't think he should have got a 16-month penalty at all. My, my recommendation when someone asked me the other day was, I think he should have got a couple races. You have to make a You have to make a point here that you can't just – Ignore the rules. You can't ignore all these things that we we sign anti doping codes. Every rider signs yeah. anti doping codes before the season. It outweighs every single thing you cannot take. So if you don't abide by that, there has to be a penalty. Uh, Sixteen months, too much. But they have to do something. We, you agree with that? I mean, there has to be a penalty. There's a lot yeah, of people on social does. media that says no. That's ridiculous. There's people, a lot of people that think no. this is he shouldn't be punished at all. Let's put it this way. We all know that there were rules, and he broke the rules. If he had zero penalty at all, there would have been mutiny in the pits in Anaheim 1. If he was on that starting gate in the main event and potentially won the race or did well, I mean, there's a chance he's going to do well if he races. There would be mutiny. The other teams, and let's be honest, there's a lot of teams and riders in those pits that don't even like James Stewart to start with. They would have been livid over this. It's pretty cut and dry. There was a rule. He broke it. He has to be penalized somehow. I am confused, though, over how an organization could say, as you read, JT, Using this stuff is a massive advantage, a massive unfair advantage. But if you follow the proper paperwork, that's fine. Right. Well, it goes back to Major League Baseball. Yeah. Fourteen Over 10% mm-hmm. more, more in Major League Baseball have prescription for Adderall. Interesting. It used to be – it's 4% of the human population. Right. Major Somehow. League Baseball, 14%. Yeah. It, it is being used as a performance enhancer in other sports. It is. Absolutely. We saw NFL yes. guys. Yep. Oh, wait. By the way, talking about NFL, if you tell me on my Twitter – that said NFL player got four games and he's back, I'm going to block you. Because that is apples to oranges. You cannot even draw a line between an NFL player or a Major League Baseball player, whoever that's positive for Adderall, and our sport. They Just have a collective what, bargaining agreement. Yeah, yes, that's what, it is, is it? so much different. The, the CBA has uh, preclusions in their agreement for this type of situation. So there are things in place. There are precedents. There have been previous rulings. There are all these things that they're going to look at and say, okay, this athlete got this. This is in the CBA. Here's your penalty. Yeah. With us, this it, was really the first violation of, of this type that I've seen. Weech, I need your help here to uh, explain yeah, this. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Oh. Yes, that's true. It's the first violation we've seen like that in this sport. But it's certainly not the first time WADA has dealt with it. And I think WADA has proven is. We don't care what sport you're in. If we are running the drug testing, this is the way we feel. We don't care what. They don't, they don't feel like they're setting a precedent because they don't care about James Stewart or Monster Energy Supercross or dirt bike racing. They're setting their own precedent for all sports. I need your help with this, though. Okay. James Stewart is suspended by WADA. Yeah. 
Why can he not race the, the U.S. Nationals? That is USADA. Yeah. We were always told it was it was different. It was separate. That's yes, not why it, it was follows different. under the umbrella. Yeah, that's not why it was different. Here's the reason why he could race last summer. You know, he kept, came back at Muddy Creek in a couple other rounds. And then why he couldn't do that this year coming up. He was provisionally suspended last year. If you read the code, provisionally suspended only applies to what are called signatory events, which would in this case mean directly sanctioned by the FIM. The Nationals are not. They are a non-signatory event. They're connected, but they're not directly connected. So the rule said if you're provisionally suspended, only applies to the direct connected events. But which if you is an FIM World Championship only, Series of Super right. right. But if you're declared ineligible, which is what he is now, it applies to all events. And it literally says signatory, non-signatory, and I believe it even says, and other elite national or world competition professional events. Basically so meaning for, don't even ride a mountain bike somewhere, Look for bro. them in Dade City Raceway? That's about it. Canada? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's really similar to, and, and I'm a big cycling guy. So these penalties that Floyd Landis, Lance Armstrong, all these guys got, Lance Armstrong being the worst offender, you can't do anything. You can't right. sign up for a 5K. Yeah. You can't sign up for a triathlon. You can't do anything. Um, now, people who are you wondering. You can't even sign up for a costume contest at the local bar. <laughs> now, people are wondering why we have the FIM in our sport. And that's been a lot of that over why the AMA series and we're Americans and yeah. why do we have these guys. People need to understand two things. One, basically every motorcycle organization in every country that's organized in the world falls under the FIM because that is where it, the sport started in the 1940s or whatever. Uh, everyone is sort of joined with the FIM and they're sort of uh, working underneath an FIM umbrella with their own rules and et cetera, et cetera. Two, the promoters of Supercross, Clear Channel, uh, got into a fight with the AMA 10 years ago. 2002. And End of 2002. AMA – was not happy with Clear Channel. Clear Channel was not happy with them. Who knows? But they AMA joined a, another series of group promoters called GM Motorsports. There was a series announced. It was going to be across the world or across the country. And the Clear Channel guys, in a smart move, it was a, a smart move. business move, yeah. went and said, we don't need you, AMA. We went to the FIM. AMA came calling back or had to come calling back. This is a whole other podcast for another time. But as the part of that... The FIM was now in control of the series, and hence we went to we had went to world rounds for what, two or three years And Europe. Then so, we had the Canadian. So race, if you're et cetera, really et upset at the FIM thing, trace it back to ten years ago to this promoter feud, and we probably never would have had the FIM involved had we not done that. Now, since that time has happened, Feld now Feld Motorsports has renewed their contract with the FIM, so they like this. Mm-hmm. So people, if you're wondering about why the FIM, and we get a lot of that on social media, that is why. And the FIM is the one that is connected with WADA. WADA. I don't believe for one second the people that failed want drug testing or really care either way. It definitely wasn't, I don't believe, a thing that anyone at felt was like, we need to have drug testing Sorry in Sorry to sport. interrupt, but yeah. if, if you're one of those conspiracy people, this, this today's or yesterday's ruling really yeah. shoots you down. Really yep. shoots down your Fell conspiracy had no theory about yep. James Stewart selling tickets. Yep, they couldn't do anything right. about so. it. And by the way... Uh, the They're nationals, not happy. The Nationals won't be able to have them race at uh, right. the opener in Hangtown either. Right. Yeah, so I don't believe the Supercross promoters cared either way about drug testing. It wasn't a priority to them. It just came along with this FIM deal. But I the, think there should be drug testing in our sport. I do. Well, I believe. you do, but I, I'm saying okay. yeah. we're also seeing people complain and say, why, are the, why is the sport doing this anyway? Well, the people that run Supercross, like I said, I don't think yeah. they even wanted it. They didn't care. But it came with 
the FIM package that they had to run. And JT, you can talk about it. They've had the drug testing actually for a while now. It's been a long time of no one getting caught. Correct. But, yeah. I mean, I'm in favor of some sort of drug testing. Well, I think it's I mean, the natural progression okay. of the sport. It's millions of dollars at stake. Here. Every every yeah. other major sport that right. is, is respected has drug testing. Why should we not? Right. In a sport where performance and cardio fitness and strength are such key factors, if you can find a way to cheat and be better and make more money, people are going to do it. That's yeah. human nature. So to think that it's not going on, that's silly to me. All right. Okay. So kind of that's a little bit of the background and everything else. Um, let's talk about this direct uh, result. Does his appeal – okay, we saw a letter from the AMA also, Rob Digman from the AMA. We yeah. saw that got leaked. And, JT, you don't really think it got leaked. You think it was leaked on purpose, and I agree with you. Yeah. It I wasn't like Guy B broke into a filing cabinet. Too and- <laughs> strong of a PR move for the AMA. It's a brilliant PR move. It is. Look at us. We're America. Yep. And you're hurting our American We have daughter. our guys back. Right. And we're not going to take it no more. I don't think that helps at all. I, I think No, that, I, it changes I mean, anything? No. When we no, have no. a riders meeting, it is an FIM – uh, referee up there, John right. Gallagher. The AMA, uh, Kevin Crower, great guy. Um, sorry, guys. It's not going to work. This was, a, like you said, a great PR move. Will it change anything in my opinion? Absolutely not. Do you think the appeal works, Wygant? No. No, I don't. So I you think don't that this, th- you, this is – we are in uncharted waters with with the water here. Yeah. We're dealing with organizations. There that, are some upset people. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But here's the thing: for better or worse, the, these drug testing organizations like WADA and USADA, they are used. Why? Because they don't care. If they think you cheated, you're yeah. getting penalized. They don't care what people say on social media. They don't care what your name is. What how it affects your sport. You don't think they're going to take Denny Stevenson's tweets seriously? <laughs> they're the ultimate unbiased entity. Right. If Lance yeah. Armstrong can get busted, which Sure, like, okay, James Stewart, okay, it's going to be less exciting in Anaheim or whatever. He has not nearly the impact on this sport as Lance Armstrong did on cycling. Lance Armstrong made the sport of cycling. These groups don't care. Hey, well, they, these are people that their sole mission in life is to keep sport clean. Finding people that are cheating, and I'm not saying James Stewart's cheating. I think that it was a. Well, we've all agreed that I we think don't it was think an we, oversight on right. his part. Yeah. But. Finding people that are cheating turns them on. That's what gets these people off. So to find James Stewart, whether it was an oversight or not, whatever your belief is on that, and we've all stated that we do, they don't care. They're going to punish him now unbiasedly and completely objectively. They don't care. The way they did this, though, in my opinion, never mind the, the penalty being ridiculous, the way they did this, three weeks away from the first race, if you're Yoshimura Suzuki, you have ordered parts, you have tested, you have put, put, built promotional materials. Now, I get it. They don't care, JT, like you said. But, I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're screwing James. You're yep. screwing the team. You're screwing the manufacturer. Yep. You're, the you're screwing the fans the pro- more than well, anyone. I, I really yeah. feel like you're screwing the fans the most in this the, situation. That's the, where all the, the the outcry has been from is the fans that are not going to get to see their favorite rider race. I, I know WADA doesn't care. FIM doesn't care. That's not their concern, nor should it be. If you want objectivity and you want clear rulings that are what they feel should be the penalty, that's the way it has to be. But when you talk about who's getting penalized and who is suffering from this, there is a – huge number of people that are suffering from this, including the fans, including sponsors, including all the people you named. Uh, With that, let's go to a 
commercial break on the uh, btosports.com Racer X podcast presented by Fox Racing. And listen to this commercial from Racetech. Use the code PulpMX14 to save yourself money at Racetech. And we're sitting in uh, the Racer X offices, Wygant, Thomas, and myself, and we'll be right back. BTOsports.com Racer X podcast presented by Fox Racing. Hey, I want to talk about privateers and what they choose for suspension. Yeah, that's right. Some of the top privateers, most of the top privateers out there, choose Racetech. Long been supporting the world's fastest privateer since 1984. Michael Lee, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and many other guys uh, choose uh, Racetech suspension, and they've been along, around a long time, and their, their work stands for itself. Don't forget, people, at least uh, change your oil in your new bike and use Racetech to do it. Some of that stock oil isn't that good. Uh, Racetech's the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. 30 years they've been supplying racers, riders, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products. Paul Thee, the owner of Racetech, one of the smartest guys out there, and uh, the creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit. It's a revalve in a box. Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Racetech. Go there. Make your bike handle better. Do it. Racetech.com. Thanks for listening. All right, we're back here on the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. More on the James Stewart uh, verdict. Why can't you have something to say? Um, it is – the only way we'd know for sure – the timing is horrible. There's no doubt about it. Doing it right before Anaheim and they did all this testing. The only thing, though, is I'm not sure what the normal timing of this is. Now, I am hoping that now that this case – has finally been decided that we can finally get some answers from some people. I'm sure at some point James will probably do an interview and explain his side. Maybe some folks at WADA will eventually talk or the FIM will. When it's under investigation, you know you're not going to hear anything. So I'll, there are some questions I would like to have answered, like, is eight months normal? Does it sometimes take a year? Does it normally take eight weeks and you delayed it for no reason? Because it really does seem like well, they screwed the AMA guy with the letter, In yeah. that AMA letter, Rob Bigman said uh, 30 days after uh, the result was due, and we were told that, and it was way yeah. more than 30 days, Yeah, which was uh, – he got – it was right after Monster Cup. Yep. So it would have been about mid-November, yep. and here we are mid-December. Which I think they said 30 days after the decision was due. Yeah. So, so that's um, inarguable. Uh, the one thing that I, I don't understand is this outpour from industry people on Instagram, Twitter, uh, media, even some of the media guys uh, talking about, you know, he, he, he didn't do anything. He, he – it, it was an innocent mistake or whatever. It's a paperwork mistake. Uh, you're still a hero, James. Um, I would like a photo of the other 19 guys in the main events or perhaps maybe the other 80 guys in the night show, the 79 guys. Why don't you call them a hero, people? Because they got the paperwork in that they needed. When you sign in, JT, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've talked to riders. It says you must notify us if you are taking anything on this band substance list. Every rider checks off no. No, we we t- we sign a FIM anti-doping code at the beginning of the season. Yes. So James read that, signed it, Correct. sent his paperwork in. He was trying to hide the fact he was taking this drug, or didn't think it applied to him, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it passed his and, desk and, and he signed it and, and didn't even read it or something. And, yeah. And so it's either James or his his family or somebody is to blame for this. And I'm not sure how you can just say it's a paperwork error. It is not a paperwork mistake. 
I do think everybody. Yeah. No one else makes paperwork no. mistakes. I do think that's that what I'm getting. Maybe at. maybe not James because I know James has a lot on his plate and a lot going on, and, and he probably literally just signed the thing. Hey, James, we need your signature. Someone, come on, though. someone in his camp should have known, seen, read. This. this that's what you pay people for are to read through it, these things. Look, every other but every other look, I know for a fact I heard from a high ranking official there are other TUEs on the collateral. Yes. Okay. Yes. So other people have got this done. And in addition other people have signed this and yep. never gotten a problem. And in addition So I'm not I like James and yeah. I'm not coming down on him, but to put him out as a paperwork mistake, no no no. It's an error, it's a penalty. He deserves something. This is insane. Yes. But let's not make him out to be uh, Joan of Arc here. No, it, this I is mean, not Lance Armstrong. This is I, no I, Lance Armstrong would be the opposite because he was super cheating. That's what I'm, I'm saying, saying. I don't think this was a Lance. But I'm Armstrong saying people issue. are making him out to be an innocent victim no, in all it's this. Certainly and not is, that. But do I, you agree with that though? Yeah, totally. People are making at some like, point. You agree with that? James, no, I'm saying I agree with you, but I don't yeah. think he's Lance Armstrong. Of course not. No, James knows that there's going to he's be. He's not Joan of Arc either. Somewhere yeah, in between, certainly don't burn him at the stake. <laughs> Somewhere between Lance. Well, I think Joan of Arc was innocent, or so. I was trying to make the most innocent. Depends person. on which country you're from. Okay. Oh, really? Well, I she was I a traitor. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. At some point, okay. James either went to <laughs> a doctor not, and got a prescription He's not Hello Kitty. He's not Hello Kitty. Okay. An innocent kitten that everybody loves. But he's not Skeletor and he's either. Not, and he's not Lance Armstrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the the, the 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 industry that is saying he's an innocent victim and paperwork mistake. That makes me upset. At some point, he either got a prescription from a doctor for it or just got his hands on it and started taking it. As soon as he takes one of these pills, mm-hmm. he knows there's drug testing. Yeah, I, that's... I At know. some point, you've got to be like, wait, he I does- am going to be drug tested. I am taking a pill. I should look into seeing if this is legal to do. You know what I mean? I, like, listen, you can only be so somebody. Innocent. That's yes. what I'm saying. I'm not saying that's somebody. somebody. Him because I know how riders operate, and we're not reading a lot of paperwork. Yeah, I agree. Someone well, in his camp. Yes. You're one of the... If not the biggest star in the sport, I would say the biggest star. Someone's got to read. Now that Timmy's gone, now that Timmy's right. out. When it's an anti-doping okay. code in the world we live in, where every single day on Sports Center in the world of Tour de France, someone's getting busted for cheating, for drugs, for doping. You've got to read this stuff. He deserves yeah. a penalty. He made a mistake. But these idiots on social media are going to get me very upset. I could tell. I just don't get it. You guys are seem very angry at a lot of different. A things. lot of stupid things are being said on social media. He deserves a penalty. He made a mistake. Every other rider seems to get it done. I think on both sides of the coin, there's a lot of stupid things being said. So, is that it? Is he done? I mean, he's put the Instagram out that he's not done. No, I think the one thing that I didn't expect um, over the summer when I heard people saying, oh, he's done, he's going to get a big penalty. And like I said, then I started wondering gonna, if By the way, I, I owe some people a lot of money. Yeah. I got to take a bank loan out. Um, when, it, when, when certain people who, it turned out they were right, said... There's a penalty coming. They also figured when you get a penalty of a year or two years, that's a long time in this sport. This sport, that's like dog years, the way, the way riders yeah. age in this sport. Okay, everyone coupled it and said, and once that happens, once he can't race for a long time and he's got this stain in his reputation, there isn't a team or sponsor out there that's going to want to deal with him, so he's done. Oh, I don't agree with that. But yeah. I have to say the one saving grace for him here is, for better or for worse, this team – has had his back through every part of it. Now the fact that he's even been guilty and he's not going to be able to race for a year and they put out a press release saying we back him. That's the one saving grace he has. There is still a team that's going to welcome him back the day he can go riding, and I didn't expect that when I heard he was going to get a big penalty. Do you think he gets paid still from Suzuki? You've seen contracts, maybe not high-level factory contracts, but... It really, it really I mean, depends we, on 
the wording and Suzuki's attitude in this. Right. What I, I think I mean, is most likely is that he will be paid some percentage of his salary if they decide to keep him. Like if, right. if their long-term plan is to, in August, on August 11th when this ban is lifted, James Stewart, get your butt out there and go racing, they'll pay him something. They're, go- they're going to penalize him a percentage. That's my strong opinion if he's in their plan. If their plan is to, we have to distance ourselves from this, he's not going to be racing us for us in 2016, then they'll probably just cut bait. Yeah, it's going to be I interesting to see what happens. I don't There's think they'll no cut doubt. bait. You know? I, I don't think so either. From, from the wording of their press release, it didn't sound that way at all. No, and that's the thing that's the most surprising. Obviously, I didn't expect the huge penalty. But I thought if there was going to be a huge penalty, he's also going to end up without a ride and unsponsored. But yeah. for some reason, like I said, for better or worse, Yoshimura Suzuki has decided this could even be bad PR. We're sticking you know, with our guy. Uh, I'm a big hockey fan. We all know this. The NHL uh, lost a complete season due to labor problems. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed. And they never came back, right? <laughs> no, they did, Wagget. Oh, um, they're back? Yeah, they're back. <laughs> oh. This actually, thanks for shitting on my I point. Didn't know Is this that. field hockey? Uh, no, here's the point. <laughs> I was pissed at them. A lot of fans swore off them forever. They said they would never watch the game again. A bunch of billionaires versus millionaires. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They lost the whole season. Yeah. Well, guess what? They came back after a year. And me, myself, I, I was never more excited to watch hockey. And honestly, the, the interest level in Canada took off through the roof. <laughs> Media coverage, <laughs> uh, t- contracts. It was gone for a year. And it was loved more than ever. My point to this is... James is gone for the year. And I think starting line Anaheim won 2016. He's more relevant than ever. I, and my, I mean, my question is, and, and I don't think that I'm going to use the right term here. Joan of Arc? No, I was going to okay. say, does he become some sort of martyr? Which I, I know Joan of Arc. Similarly. Will his come full popu- circle. There are so many people out there, the average fan, and we've seen all this, the, the outcry. I think that his level of popularity is going to skyrocket because everyone feels that he has been wronged. He has been treated unfairly. His punishment was too severe. I really, really feel and see the way that this is going. He's going to be – if he's not the most popular rider in history, he's going to become the most popular Uh, rider in history. NHL, bro. He will be – it will be amazeballs. I I think think you're onto something right there. I I fully agree. Yeah. Plus – Unless Ryan Villapoto miraculously decides to come back and race in the United States next year, which certainly doesn't seem likely. I have a photo that shows he's pretty happy over there. Yeah, yeah. but he said it's this is my last year no matter chummy. what. Yeah, real, okay. real happy. <laughs> We're assuming Ryan Villapoto's not racing Supercross ever again. Mm-hmm. So there will be someone new as Supercross champ, even if it's Dungey or Reed. Yeah. Basically a new yeah. Supercross champ we haven't seen in years. How many people are going to be like, man... But we didn't get to see him battle Stu for it. Yeah. So let's ask. Let's ask the pro. Sorry, yeah. interrupt you. Let's yeah. ask the pro rider. Skills get worse. I mean, does he? I mean, he gets another year older. I don't think we'll see a, a big drop off in skill set. Uh, I think it will, you know, depend on how James treats this. Uh, you know, will he race the last two nationals? Anyone's guess. But you're talking about one of, if not the most talented riders to ever throw a leg over a motorcycle. So. I think he's going to stay healthy. You know, what will his work ethic be? There's no way he's going to just maintain this, you know, Herculean level of training. That would be silly. But I think, you know, from reading his post today as well, I think this is going to recharge him. I think he's going to feed off this energy from the fans. And I think he's smart enough to realize 
this could really create some value for him. Like this could be a, right. a huge cash cow because the people are they're lining up behind him to support him. So we're all in agreement though that nothing, he's missing this year. I mean, no, I, P, I, P, P's I, not going to work. We're all yeah. we're all I in agreement. I do think yeah. this is, yeah. but I really, really am starting to be. To think that this could be one of the greatest things that ever happened to like him, like NHL hockey, bro. I'm be, I, absolutely. Like well, you've never been more of an NHL the fan. The way people are never been an this, NHL fan. Yeah. Yes. The way people are responding to this, I'm I'm blown away at the support he's getting, and I think that's just going to increase. Uh, Why well, How does this suspension affect his? And this is maybe a cheese ball word, but legacy. Yeah, that's a different story. It's, it's going to be – it's going to make a difference. James is no stranger to controversy. No, and obviously it's affected him. That's why he's a loved and hate guy. There's a lot of people that don't like him. All these things have piled up. Uh, no, it'll – for sure he will be loved at um, – I don't have one next year if he's there racing. Yeah. But for sure you will hear for the rest of time people throwing out cheater, shouldn't have been allowed to race. Whether that's actually – Accurate or not, that doesn't matter. We've seen this stuff like we're talking about from social media here. We've heard a thousand different opinions. For sure, this is something that will never go away as far as his reputation is concerned. Someone, 20% of the fans will still always think of, hey, he cheated and he's still allowed to race. He should have been banned for life. Someone's going to say that. Yeah. So it has an effect for well, sure. Well, we covered that a little bit, whether he was cheating or not. That's... That's a whole well, we're story, giving our but, opinion. I mean, I'm yeah, saying yeah, that no, people no, saying, are going to say that, no. and that does affect your legacy. And, and, and it is uh, it is a little murky about yeah, yeah. like whether he was cheating and whether – JT, you read all about the Adderall, Absolutely. and I agree with you. There's also a side that says it brings you back to normal and James really needs it. Blah, You'll never blah, get blah. a clear answer. No, you'll nope. never really know. So it affects his um, legacy. Absolutely. One thing about that I found weird about this FIM thing and WADA, like no one contacted that I know of from talking to people in charge – they never really contacted MX Sports Group Mm-mm. or 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 Feld and kind of was like, you know, what do you think? Or we're thinking of this or like just seems like a little draconian well, of, a, of, a, of a procedure, of a procedure. Not Look, I'm not saying they need to call these people, and, and, yeah. and, but a little, bit, is, a little bit of – Yeah, but the problem is that's what you want. Unless you get the answer you don't want, which this is an answer that no one, no one's pumped in this 16-month deal. So now everyone's questioning the process. In reality, what's the process you want? To be as fair and unbiased as possible, we are not even going to speak to the people that make a dime on these races because we don't want to be influenced in any way, shape, or form. That on paper sounds like the ideal way, but once they give an answer people don't like, now all the tactics get questioned. But you can't say they weren't bi- uh, they were biased. Mm-hmm. They didn't even speak to anyone who had a dime to lose or gain with this. Dumbest thing you've seen on the Racer X Instagram or Twitter? I think we've hammered on the people enough. Okay. Yeah. I, it, just, it makes me angry. I, I can tell. I, I just, I just. This is human nature, man. It's a super confusing situation. It's super controversial, and you got a rider that people feel some love and some hate. Of course, people are going to voice. Yeah, their like if this had happened nuts. to Nick I'm, Schmidt, I understand. if this was Nick Schmidt, yeah, tested positive. Yeah, I don't, no one care. No one care. But you know what else I do like about this? I also heard, oh, if a guy like Nick Schmidt got it, he'd be banned for life. But James Stewart isn't going to get anything. Not true. Not folks. true anymore. Not true. No and I actually it. do have some Kool Aid to mail to some people who, when I said James Stewart is going to get in trouble, they said you're drinking your boss's Kool Aid. He'll never be banned from races because he sells tickets. They were not consulted. Yeah. 
the ticket yeah, sellers are not you involved know, in this. The whole thing about James Stewart uh, is the only reason this sport exists and he sells tickets. No. Uh, we had Ricky Carmichael. We had J- Rick Johnson. We had Jeremy McGrath. We had Tim Ferry. No one fine. is bigger than the sport. No, it goes no on. It goes on. Sport. The gate drops. Yeah. New he- many, many New times. heroes are made. Yep. yep. You know, so I don't really buy that. And this is, this is an enthusiast sport. Always will be. That's why no one's bigger than the sport. People love the sport too much to care about one rider going away. Yep. I think Jeremy McGrath was the closest we ever came to that. They were fine without him. Supercross went on. It did. It did. All right, everybody. So, look, yep. th- th- I think we covered it. Um, we all think it's too harsh. We all can't believe it. Yes. Way beyond anything we thought. Correct? Yes. I mean, yeah, I, I did not I mean, what's the this. worst case scenario you thought? I would have said a couple races. Yes, worst, I thought, yeah. Worst case. Worst case, like he misses a couple races, five well, I, races. I do think worst case was two years because that's what Floyd Landis got. That's what these guys got. I think that was worst case. But this they're is, on but gnarly they're, cocktails. They're taking, they're taking I, HGH. I, yeah. They're, they're blood doping. Worst they're case blood doping. Scenario. They're not taking You said pill. worst case. This is pretty darn close, though. Like it I is. said, the plane has crashed into the mountain. My worst case scenario was a couple missed races, but then – all sponsors and teams severing ties with him and then him really having a problem of can I even go racing and is it even worth it? So it's not the worst case scenario for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah the I, fact I, that the team has his back surprises me. Like I said, for better or for worse, I mean, good for them, I guess, for being loyal, but man, has that bailed him out. Because le- you imagine how bad if it was dealing with it? He has no other place to go. Well, this we, is the last team that's going to hire him. He's burned every other bridge. The other brands hate him now because he rode for them already. So this was his last chance, and yeah, they got their guys you back. You have a point, Weege. We've seen an athlete get busted, and then immediately uh, the Oakleys, the Nikes, the Adidas are like, we're out. We're all out. Not you yet. Know? Um, we've seen that. Yeah. Do, do, you think seven, do you think seven gear will? I hate seven will probably be good. Are they going to stand by him? Uh, seven. Seven's going to take a hit, though, I think, right now. Uh, uh, I think we're good. Are we good here? Are we yeah. Done? Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, everybody. So that has been the emergency podcast. Uh, certainly, we'll probably have more on this down the road. But uh, uh, Jason Thomas, Jason Wygant, the BTOsports.com, Racer X podcast presented by Fox Racing. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys around. This has been the BTOsports.com podcast show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosile Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. 
I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. The days and the months and the years come.